Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, February 9th, 2023. Today on the Ether, Wrecked FM, hosted by the Wrecked Gang. Cross chain NFTs with Axelar, Mint DAO, and XDeFi Wallet. Let's take a listen. Hey, hey, guys. Good morning, good evening, <laughs> good afternoon, wherever you are. Um, we'll get started in just a few minutes. Uh, I see we have uh, Jason from Axelar, that's up, but welcome. Emil from XDeFi and uh, Bess from Rec Gang. We're still waiting on uh, Chris from MintDAO, but it shouldn't take too long. Hey, everyone. By the way, Berserker, great, great music choice today. <laughs> I, I love the, these Twitter musics. Go ahead, Emil. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for having me. I was about to say the same, actually. If ever you host the spaces, it's uh, nostalgia. That That's the one you, you pick if you want uh, a quaint little tune before starting the Twitter spaces. For uh, those in the audience, um, if you'd like to help us out and uh, reach more people, it'd be amazing if you could go down to the right of your screen, click on that little bubble, like and retweet the space. Um, will be very helpful because it's a super interesting topic. We got some great speakers today. I think uh, it'll be an amazing space. So let's let's you know try to get as many people as we can and listen. And all right, I think Chris is here. Hey, Chris, how are you doing? Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you loud and clear. All right, everybody's here. Okay. Welcome. Welcome again. <laughs> uh, like I said, it's going to be a really cool space. I think we're talking about the future of NFTs, talking about cross-chain NFTs. Uh, I know I'm very excited about the topic you guys are all building around cross-chain NFTs. Uh, so it'll be an interesting conversation that we have today. So I'm Berserker from uh, Rec Gang. We host the, you know, a lot of different spaces. And, and this one, I think, in particular, is very pertinent for us because our collection just became cross-chain thanks to the folks at MintDAO and Axelar. Um, so we are very excited to learn more about this. So just to get introduced, um, I'd love for y'all to kind of present yourselves, tell us what you do, and maybe speak about how you're offering to the cross-chain NFT space with your protocol in particular, right? Um, so maybe we could start with Emil from XDeFi. Uh, go ahead, Emil. Hey, thanks, mate. Uh, look, I'm the, I'm the CEO and co-founder of XDeFi. 
we uh, multi-chain wallet. Right now, we're supporting 17 uh, plus chains, and we're currently like looking into uh, expanding to Cosmos. Uh, in the next release, you're going to be able to to interact with uh, Accelerator, Osmosis, and, and and Cosmos, and then we we're going to support natively like uh, 10 other uh, Cosmos chains uh, by the end of March, and then like uh, uh, all of them uh, uh, by uh, by the end of Q2. Uh, for us, like when we started building XDeFi wallet, we had uh, kind of like a, a really big focus on, on DeFi. It was at the time where NFTs were not really a thing uh, when we started. Then, and, and obviously, quickly uh, enough, uh, the NFT space evolved in what it is today. And we knew that based on, on feedback and then and our own like uh, user experience, that like we had to support NFTs and we had. Uh, uh, the opportunity as a multi-chain wallet to provide support for NFTs for uh, um, all the chains that that actually lack uh, support NFTs uh, that we that, that we uh, that we cover uh, within the wallet. So we're already supporting NFTs for I think seven or eight chains. Uh, since uh, uh, Tuesday, you can send uh, uh, your, your your NFTs from directly uh, within the wallet. Uh, instead of having to go on OpenSea or somewhere else for all the chains uh, uh, for which we support the NFTs. And we're going to focus going forward on uh, many more like uh, um, uh, NFT-related features, uh, whether it's uh, about bridging NFTs, whether it's uh, about buying NFTs in one click, whether it's about like uh, uh, peer-to-peer trading for NFTs and so on. So a lot of things that are going to come like in Q2, Q3, like uh, in, in, in relation to, to, to NFTs. And, uh, and yeah, I'll expand on that during, during the space. Merci beaucoup, Emil. Very interesting. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to having a one-stop shop wallet solution for cross-chain NFTs because right now it's, it's a little complex. We'll talk about that later. Uh, of course. Next, let's move to uh, MintDAO. So, so Chris, could you quickly introduce yourselves and maybe quickly talk about your project and what you offer to the cross-chain NFT world? Sure. Uh, <clears throat> let me start from uh, thanking you for hosting this space and inviting us uh, uh, on the stage. Uh, so I'm Chris. I'm CEO at MintDAO. Uh, and what we are building is basically a, a, a complete cross-chain NFT solution for uh, third-party projects, like, for example, Reggan, uh, that uh, where we can create, uh, we can build for, for projects uh, collections, NFT collections from A to Z, uh, deliver them <coughs> deliver them on multiple chains, uh, made them cross-chain thanks to Axelar. Uh, Axelar network under the hood, uh, and sure this uh, this whole process is secure. Uh, and yes, well, basically this is this is what we are doing. You can think of us uh, like a, a, an NFT software house. Uh, we are focusing mostly on this cross chain um, space, as we see that this uh, this this particular uh, segment requires uh, additional knowledge. Uh, it is complex. It, it it needs to something something more than simply uh, releasing the uh, NFT collection from 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 some templates. Uh, and here we have we we have know how. Here we can uh, we are able to help to assist uh, our customers, our clients. Uh, with with our knowledge uh, as we are uh, originating from terra we also have this uh, uh, this know-how in cosmos we are very excited to uh, the upcoming general message passing uh, uh, of Axelar network on cosmos uh, and bridging uh, giving this possibility to securely transfer the nfts across not only evm based chains but also between different uh, ecosystems this is something that i, I see as an amazing 
I think that will happen this year, and we would like to be an uh, take an important uh, role in this process. Thank you, Chris, and and uh, I, I want to thank you. You know, I guess on a personal level, for making our collection cross chain, making the experience very seamless. So for anyone that's starting a collection and is a little, you know, doesn't have the dev manpower, uh, the folks at Mindao are amazing. They're magicians, and you know, if you can imagine it, they can create it. So now let's get the Jason. Uh, you know, you guys are the ones that make this whole cross-chain vision possible with Axelar. So, so <laughs> go ahead, Jason. Um, hey, everyone. Thanks for having me. I must say, this is the first AMA where all of the speakers are, you know, friends of Axelar. And it's so great to be here with you guys, Rat Gang, Mendel, and XDeFi Wallet. We're working very closely with all of you. And just, you know, it's an honor and a privilege to work with such smart people and amazing partners. Um, I'm the business, um, I'm the director of business development here at Axelar. Axelar, as some of you might have heard, is a secure cross-chain communications platform. We essentially allow uh, projects to use our API SDK to pass not just assets across chains, but really like any payload in a single smart contract call. So what that really means is now you can use Axler to build all kinds of new use cases like cross-chain NFT launchpads, cross-chain NFT bridges, marketplaces, you know, cross-chain swaps and DeFi, cross-chain lending, all kinds of very cool stuff, right? Our goal is to simplify uh, the user experience so you can do a lot of the more complex things in a single click, helping onboard the next billion users to crypto, but also doing this securely using decentralized infrastructure so that no one else has to experience any more of these bridge hacks and, and such. Um, so super excited to be here and talk more about what we can do together. Thanks, Jason. And might I add, you have a very gorgeous PFP, a really super cool wolf with those shades and that uh, <laughs> and that beanie, that Axelar beanie. Uh, very cool. All right. Well, let's get to it. I think, you know, now that we know who you guys are, um, uh, very relevant for this space, I'm wondering why did you guys decide to build for cross-chain, right? Like what are some of the pros of building cross-chain and why you think, you know, it's important to continue that path forward? So maybe Emil, we can start with you. Yeah, sure. So uh, essentially, I mean, like, so, okay. In terms of, of, to give you some context, like originally, like uh, I was and, and, and my co-founder, David, we, with our CTO, like we're really focused on, on Ethereum uh, since 2015. And in 2019, we started seeing like a, a lot of projects with, you know, great team and, and strong value proposition, starting to build other layer ones. Uh, at the time, sidechains and L2s on, 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 on Ethereum, like were not really a thing. Uh, and most of the DeFi volume was going via Ethereum. It was really the beginning with synthetics and Aave and so on. Um, but we could tell that like the future would be unlikely to be like, a, a only focus on one single chain. So I think at the time, like we kind of looked at the wallet market and we're like, all right, there are plenty of mobile wallets out there. It's a saturated market and it kind of doesn't make sense since most of the DeFi volume is going via web client. And essentially like people had to use MetaMask. Uh, obviously like, uh, uh, like the, the DeFi protocols were uh, essentially like on Ethereum. So 
so we, we we kind of were like okay the, the more dApps are gonna like uh, be built like uh, on other um uh, um vm so i'm sorry someone just uh, ring my door just open them uh, and uh, uh, the more we look into it, the more we're like, okay, there is a massive gap in the market because there is no multi-chain uh, wallet extension out there, and uh, and we basically need it because we're going to need our users first. So we decided to basically launch XDeFi Wallet, and it was back in yeah, it was in the middle of uh, DeFi summer, so I think July 2020. And since then, the multi-chain thesis has been validated. Obviously, like uh, later down that year, like you started having like a BS traction on BSC, then Polygon, and then you had like a, 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 the other earlier ones that that, that went uh, uh, live. Um, so uh, uh, yeah, uh, we, the, the thesis got kind of got validated, and, and since then, like uh, you have plenty of ecosystems that have uh, grown, especially Cosmos, which is the, the main ecosystem we're going to be focusing on now. Um, and that was kind of like the driver for us to, to go and build like in a check diagnostic fashion, really. Yeah, very cool. And, and I agree, you guys were there before multi-chain was the thing. I remember having, you know, the wallet on Terra and it was just kind of like a solution for multiple chains. And now it's kind of popped off. There's a lot of excitement about multi-chain. So you guys are well positioned to be the leaders in that space. Uh, Minta, why did you guys decide, or I guess Chris, why did you decide to, to build for cross-change? <laughs> uh, well, I believe that for, for part of you, the, the story behind Mindao might be known, but let me uh, shortly recap. Uh, we were originated on Terra blockchain uh, as an NFT launchpad platform. Uh, our um, strong side was the tech aspect. We were producing NFT collections with advanced utilities uh, written inside the uh, the NFTs into into the smart contracts, uh, and uh, well, most of you or everyone knows that the Terra blockchain uh, had an incident uh, and well uh, collapsed, and we was one of the projects that uh, um, need to decide needed to decide what 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 would what we will need to do next. Uh, we have um, checked the market. Oh, it's my turn now. Uh, Give me a second. Sorry. No worries. Uh, everybody's busy all the time. <laughs> Jason, you want to take this while Chris uh, answers uh, for Uber? Yeah, I, I, I think I, I, you're I, good. I, I think, I, yeah, I, I'm good. Sorry for that. It's crazy. Amazon uh, yeah, delivery. So, <laughs> um, I hope not, but uh, there, was, there was no ring off or well, earlier, earlier today, but maybe something like this. Uh, yeah, so we decided to move from 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 Terra into the Crossion, and and why? Because it's mostly because that uh, first of all, uh, we as a project um, had uh, an issue with with the single chain, uh, the issue that we uh, well we almost collapsed as well. Yes, and a lot of other Terra projects uh, indeed collapsed. We have seen a lot of projects uh, hadn't been able to move forward uh, as as a blockchain um, was not sufficient. Uh, the Terra button was not sufficient anymore. We uh, we have seen that uh, moving uh, apart from being stick to one specific Chinese is a way to uh, to go. Uh, and uh, our our main uh, advantage uh, on the market was the the tech aspect. We had the ability to provide smart contracts that are complex that that uh, that are, that can deliver some secure. Um, 
tested well tested uh, uh, utilities inside. We were building the NFTs. We decided let's go, uh, let's go and build crushing NFTs. This is something that is not common. There were not many. Well, there were no. Uh, to be honest, there were no pro projects uh, that uh, were moving this way or at the very beginning. Basically, uh, we have found out different protocols that are building on. Uh, a crushing infrastructure like, for example, Axelar, but not only, uh, for example, Layer Zero, uh, Chainlink, or um, Router Protocol. Uh, we decided to partner with Axelar, and I believe this one was a great choice. We uh, we've managed to, to build a lot of stuff uh, together from from that moment, uh, and basically, um, th this decision was made was made like uh, looking on the market where we are good at what is saturated where where there's a niche what we can do uh, and definitely cross chain requires some additional um, technical knowledge it's not that simple like simply launching an nft collection on polygon for example where there are a lot of tutorials and you can do it without any technical knowledge uh, we at mindao basically provide this this additional stuff needed to to deliver something unique and something more complex uh, and hence we decided to go Crosschain. Uh, yeah, I hope this this answered the, the question. Yeah, that that makes a that makes sense. I I want to go afterwards to chat about you know what are some of the pros of going cross chain outside of you guys kind of filling the gap, but but maybe think talking about it a little more holistically of why a collection or why a token, why anyone would want to go cross chain. Like, what are some of the benefits? Jason, could you talk about that a little bit for us? Like. Why do you think people should explore cross-chain instead of maybe sticking to, to one chain? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's so many benefits to going cross-chain, right? But let's focus on in an NFT context. You know, one of the main, uh, I guess, pros of NFTs, right, is people saying NFT is a great way for people to get into crypto because, you know, it's fun. It's, it builds really build a community, all that kinds of stuff, right? But NFT inherently, in my mind, has always been chain agnostic. Like when you have someone who buy an NFT, do they really care that it's whether it's on Ethereum or Avalanche or are they buying it for some other characteristic of the NFT itself, right? There's only lots of drawbacks when you're only on a, a single chain. Perhaps you have to pay really high gas fees. Perhaps there's a lack of liquidity. But when you make it cross-chain and you can simplify it with message passing and have it all be done in a single click, you not only simplify the user experience and onboard people to the NFT world, NFT collection more easily, but also you're solving for like a bunch of other problems like distribution, like cost. And I really think the future for NFTs is inherently cross-chain. It probably was inherently cross-chain from day one. But back then there was this lack of technology that allowed you to bridge NFTs and have these cross-chain NFT marketplaces. But now that's possible thanks to the technology that Axler brings. Nice, uh, amazing. Uh, I'll go to our co-founder, Bess, you know, <laughs> and ask him why he decided to push for the collection, the Rec Gang collection, to be cross-chain. Uh, Bess, do you have like something to add to what Jason just said? I would say that when we started this journey together, we had the. Uh... Uh, one theory in mind and the theory was that uh, like in the future the the chains will matter less and less and it will be more about the communities 
and all chains will be like tools for the communities and they will care more about like find people alike or they will be more interested in the cross-chain utilities or in the art and uh, and that this theory one year ago was quite was sounding a bit strange but now after only one year we are seeing how far we went and uh, how how fast everything evolved at the point where now basically saying uh, we are multi-chain project or we are moving to another chain it's something normal and uh, it's really incredible yeah very nice um i think uh you guys kind of hit the the points here the highlights of having more liquidity really focusing on the collection which could be something like the community or the art or the utility of the nft instead of focusing on the native chain and chris alluded to security as well right so if your chain collapses well having your chain your collection cross chain you can easily kind of move it and and port it to another chain where <laughs> there's less chances of, of having a halt or something like that so a lot of pros for for cross-chain nfts and we've seen a lot of projects kind of uh embarking on the journey so we've seen I guess outside of Rec Gang, there's been the little pudgy penguins, the little pudgies, uh, the Utes as well, and the D gods with their moves. So it seems like it's gaining a lot of traction, um, but it's not all rosy. And I I'd like uh, Emil's thoughts because I want to talk about some of the challenges of having cross-chain NFTs. So uh, uh, Emil, do you do you want to go ahead and what do you foresee as a challenge? For the implementation of cross-chain NFTs, well, I think the main the main challenge uh, as a wallet provider is really like how do you fetch the data, right? And how do you make sure that uh, it's uh, you know like uh, done in a sustainable fashion, so you don't have like display issues and so on. Um, I think uh, the main issues the, the the main issue like for wallet like us is that like we're trying to fetch data for plenty of different chains. So essentially, what's happening is that you're going to have to work uh, with different API providers. Like to give you an example, to scale X DeFi wallet, and it's not just to fetch data for NFTs in general. This is the same issue like for token and balances and activity and so on in history. Uh, uh, you kind of have like to combine like plenty of different things, whether it's like moralist, bit query, like covalent, whatever. So at some points, uh, um, as a as a wallet provider that is multi-chain by nature, as we had to combine so many of these different uh, API providers, and that's mainly an issue that we had for NFTs. Uh, because they were not all covering the, the, the chains that uh, we were catering for from an NFT standpoint, we essentially had to build our API indexes ourselves. Um, so I think API indexes for uh, uh, NFTs have been lagging behind like for a long time. Uh, it's getting a bit better. Uh, in the meantime, we decided to build our own. Uh, and, uh, and that was the biggest challenge, really, like to keep consistency and, and have like a, a user experience that is good because you can load really fast uh, your NFT and, uh, and interact with them like um, in a seamless fashion. That was the first challenge uh, uh, that we had. Uh, it's not rolled out yet. We're still using third-party services. Uh, it's pretty much ready, but it's in testing right now. So once we're happy with the performance, we'll roll it out. And you'll see like a, a distinct uh, um, uh, improvement in the, the performance of the wallet uh, NFT-wise when it's rolled out, probably like by the end of Q1, early Q2 uh, at the latest. That's one thing, right? So how do you fetch data? 
uh, the other thing is, and again, that, that's kind of like similar for, 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 for tokens. Uh, the fact that like we are supporting NFTs for plenty of different chains means that like these NFTs have different characteristics, right? Proper to the chain uh, on which they are issued. So as a wallet provider, again, like we're trying to standardize the experience and make it uh, uh, kind of like streamlined across the different uh, VMs that we're supporting. And uh, from a UX point of view, the challenge was to make sure that like all the different pages, doesn't matter which NFT it is, uh, are um, uh, streamlined and, 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 and similar, although all of these uh, um, NFTs have different technical characteristics. And uh, uh, finally, uh, and it's also like a, a kind of linked to what I just mentioned, uh, what we wanted to be able to do for our users is not to think in terms of chains, but in terms of collections and NFTs in general, whereby if you look at like MetaMask or, or, or other like wallet that support NFTs, uh, um, actually, you need to change at the top of the network, you know, like to switch from a network to another. It's complicated to reconcile your assets. It's the same for NFTs. What we wanted to have is a gallery where you have like all your NFTs and it's kind of like becoming secondary for you to think about like the chain on which they're issued, on which they live. What you have is essentially like a, a compilation of all of your NFTs, irrespective of the native chain in one single interface. And you can essentially interact with any of these, send them to friends and so on uh, from the, 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 the same uh, uh, interface. And, and that was a challenge in itself, both from a technical and, and the UX perspective. Yeah, gr great point. Like, I, I think to me, this is one of the biggest gaps for cross-chain NFTs is the fact that we don't have, or we have very few multi-chain wallets that, you know, have uh, <laughs> have NFTs. Um, I, I only know of you guys, to be, to be completely transparent. I know, like, Phantom has two chains now right they have solana and polygon that's upcoming that's still in beta uh but outside of that there's very few options for people that want to see you know their nfts across different chains and i think you're solving for a real unmet need here and i hear you that in terms of like development it's not been easy there's a lot of technical challenges but but it seems you guys are overcoming it so looking forward to seeing like you know with the cosmos and the evms and having a one-stop shop in that gallery to see all my nfts i'm looking forward to that a lot um chris uh i i guess same question to you uh what do you foresee as as some of the the cons or or the challenges of of having a cross-chain collection. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much for that question. This is a tough one. So uh, definitely I would agree with what Emily uh, just said that the, from the technical point of view, managing cross-chain uh, is complex. And I think one of the, the, the biggest, um, maybe not issues, but as you said, uh, um, challenges we, we, we can have uh, is that uh, currently there are a lot of projects that are focused on single chain that are built, uh, were built when there were no cross-chain NFTs and uh, were built with uh, single uh, single chain NFT collections. Like for example, the biggest uh, uh, NFT marketplace, OpenSea, is uh, it, it is multi-chain project now because you can connect with different 
uh, different uh, chains there, but uh, it uh, itself manages NFT collections as a single chain one. And uh, even if you have a multi-chain collection, it is displayed separately on uh, all of uh, of the chains. And this is uh, this is a big issue here. Uh, I see that uh, from the technical point of view, we have a lot of. Uh, advanced solutions that are shipped and production ready that were built uh, having in mind that the collection is uh, chain specific and now uh, what i think that the big challenge is and i believe that it will uh, be solved within a couple of, of months or maybe uh, uh, more than a year but uh, well in crypto space everything moves rapidly so uh, i wouldn't say that it would last long uh, is that uh, we, we need uh, projects that are uh, targeting this this issue that the uh, the NFT or, or the collection uh, the cross chain one <clears throat> is not binded to one specific chain and for example we are lacking cross chain marketplaces where the NFT collection is presented at once the whole one where you can uh, buy your uh, NFT from uh, from your desired chain paying with your desired uh, assets and you don't need to worry about uh, bridging uh, and so on and uh, I, I think this one uh, is, is is one of the crucial challenges and also of course displaying uh displaying managing um, um uh, the the, uh, the cross-chain NFT, the asset basically across different chains. This is something that is complex and uh, as of now when we uh, when we do not have many solutions that will allow us uh, to, to, to manage them, uh, we, we need to take care that we uh, understand where do we have uh, this asset. Uh, this is complex and I, be I believe this is this might be also a kind of a uh, of a pain uh, for 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 end users so it is uh, as it is complex it might uh, well you might for example uh, have uh, had an nft you have breached them you have forgotten and now when you enter your wallet you see that you don't have an nft you might be worried that someone has stolen it from you but uh, in reality you just well send it to other blockchain and it's somewhere else uh, on 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 different chains so this this is something that uh, it lacks the, the the solutions as of now. We need solutions that will help us managing the uh, the cross chain NFTs. Uh, also, the the possibility. Well, when we have an NFT collection that is a cross chain one, uh, we basically have uh, different instances of of that collection on on every chain that it is supporting. So, uh, the OpenSea, for example, is displaying it as 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 uh, several uh different nft collections uh but it is also a, a risk that the cross chain uh, the security risk that the, the cross chain uh nft collection will require for example from user to uh, importing uh, uh the the cross chain uh collection address uh several times on different chains and this is also something that sh should be um solved from from the um, from the development side yes we we should be able to somehow uh, and point out that this one is a, for example, Regan collection, and uh, automatically um, patch the data from all all the uh, all the supported chains and so on. So uh, yeah, I, I think this 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 these are the, the the most important challenges. As of now, we are lacking some tools, some uh, some services that uh, we had for single chain uh, collections and uh, that were operating for a long time. That I production had uh, tested uh, and well doing very very much fine. Uh, we we at Mindao believe that uh, 
well they, they will exist for sure uh they are i believe as of now i believe they're um working hard on 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 preparing on on this cross chain uh aspect to ensure that they will be able to uh stand out during uh this year or or, or next year with cross chain nfts as well because uh well covering this the, these issues will be a need from from the users as as the uh as we've mentioned uh, benefits earlier yes the users will require we need from from the collections to to be cross-chain so we are looking for tools that will uh, allow us to um to work with, with such collections yeah that makes sense uh i agree if you go on OpenSea and you look for these cross-chain collections like um, campi pandas ourselves you know little pudgies you'll see that there's about five different OpenSea pages, right? There's uh, Lil Pudgy's Ethereum, Lil Pudgy's Polygon, Lil Pudgy's AVAX, and that creates kind of a fracture in the liquidity, and users don't know what's available. So it's a little complicated, and therefore having a marketplace that aggregates all the different collections and makes it easy for the user to find what he wants, that would be super helpful. It's definitely something that there is a need for, especially as more and more collections are looking for question. But that's not only what you've mentioned. For example, take a look at the OpenSea bidding system. So you can uh, open a wrecked gank uh, avalanche collection page and bid on some NFTs. And the NFT holder who is holding this NFT on Polygon, uh, for example, will not notice that. or uh, because well uh, it's it's somewhere else it's held somewhere else or maybe if he would like to uh accept that bit he would need to bridge his nft to avalanche to to accept the bit so this is this these are things that are missing and th these are things that will be definitely uh developed uh, in the coming months to ensure that uh the cross-chain collections are handled and the liquidity will be bigger the, the community that you can reach with the collection will be uh will, will be wider so definitely these are the challenges, I, I, I would say. Nice. Thank you. Um, and if we're talking about challenges or concerns, uh, Jason, I think there's a lot of, uh, how can I say this, miseducation around how Axelar or even Layer Zero works, right? Because people are afraid of the word bridge. People know that there's a lot of bridge hacks that happened. So, you know, what do you say to those people that want to implement cross-chain NFTs using Axelar? What kind of safety concerns are they looking at here? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's clearly a lot left to be built because cross-chain technology is relatively new, but Axelar is bringing the solution. And as you know, to your security questions, first let's like, I guess, clarify on some definitions, right? Bridging from our perspective is just simply of locking a native asset on the source chain and then minting a wrapped asset on the destination chain. And the reason why there's been lots of bridge hacks is because, you know, what you when you have like a lot of a centralized bridge, which most of them are, once they get compromised, 
the hackers are able to basically take the assets on the source chain and then these wrapped assets are now unbacked and, and worthless, right? But this is not the case now with a lot of these more modern solutions like Axler, because we have message passing, right? You're no longer just locking assets and then minting a wrapped version. You're actually able to just pass arbitrary data across these different chains, which is a lot safer just you know, right off the bat. But in addition to that, Axler is truly unique in the cross-chain space because Axler is the only solution out there that is truly decentralized and permissionless. There's a lot of noise in this space and people say all kinds of things, but if you really deeply understand the tech and do your research, you come to appreciate lots of the common names like Literal and such. They're very decentralized in their architecture, right? And I know recently they've taken a lot of heat for it. Versus Axelor's design is that Axelor is a proof of stake blockchain built using Cosmos SDK. Um, and the reason why we built it like that is because proof of stake chains have been around for quite some time. We believe they're battle tested and the security assumptions are well understood. Axelor's like validator set is fully permissionless and you know anyone can become a validator. And in order to pass a message, you know, the, the, the two thirds of validator has to reach consensus and validate the message. In addition to this kind of decentralized design, we also spent a lot of time and effort designing various safety measures. Things like rate limits puts a cap on the max amount an asset could be transferred in a certain time interval. We also have things like validator key rotations that prevents a malicious actor from accumulating validator keys to pass a fake message. So you know, with all of these things in place, we're very confident that you know Axelor is the most secure crossing solution. Yeah, thank you for that. Actually, I was going to ask that question, you know, on how Axelar differentiates from other uh, message passing, you know, options. And, and I think you, you, you touched on that. So <laughs> thank you already for, for clarifying that point. Um, and, you know, in terms of, of how many chains are interoperable with Axelar today, and in the near future, could you could you comment on that? Like right now, I know you guys are uh, working very well in the EVM and Cosmos space. I'm wondering if you guys are going to be expanding. What what's kind of the plan in terms of uh, interoperability? Yeah, for sure. So Axler is currently connected to 32 blockchains. The the majority of the EVMs and the Cosmos chains. Axler only it only takes Axler 10 minutes. Of, of dev work to add on new chains. It's what takes us a bit longer is, you know, putting it onto DevNet and Testnet to make sure it's stable. I want to like highlight a unique feature of Axler's design versus some of the other players, right? Because Axler itself is a blockchain, it's essentially a blockchain that connects other blockchains and it, it's used for routing. And what that means is each blockchain has a direct connectivity with the other blockchains. This is very different than the design of a lot of the other cross-chain solutions where they're made of pairwise connections. The challenge when you have pairwise connections is as you add a new blockchain, you then have to create new pairs with all the existing blockchain. And that's far less scalable than this many-to-many -many model that Axler has. And I guess to drop some alpha, since that's what you know people love, is that we're having the interop summit at the end of the month, and we're about to make a major announcement of Axler v2. One of the features of Axler v2 is the ability for blockchains to permissionlessly connect to the Axler network. What that's going to mean is for all of the smaller blockchains and sidechain, they'll be able to connect 
and be interoperable with all of the other chains. That will massively help the scaling and uh, interoperability across the Web3 space. And we believe this is a way we'll, where we'll be able to connect all of the chains together, all of the assets and dApps together into one. Wow, that's really cool. That that sounds uh, incredible. So I'll be able to bridge my Doge chain NFTs to to Ethereum. I'm definitely looking forward to that because they're pretty worthless right now. Um, <laughs> so just yeah, best knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> exactly. I um, I will probably speak from the from the NFT perspective. What are the challenges and uh, like I will add just one small thing, and that is probably as we are a DAO, uh, we are figuring out like day by day how to DAO on multi-chain, and that for us sometimes is a challenge. So I think that in the future we'll have like the proper tools. That at the moment like there is like there is no proper tooling for like a multi-chain multi-chain DAO. Axelar should build it or, or MintDAO should, should build it. That'd be really cool. Some sort of multi-chain DAO tooling is non-existent. Um, I, I kind of wanted to, you know, because we were talking about the concerns, I kind of wanted to, uh, you know, just put people at ease. I hope we'll be able to put them at ease. And maybe Chris can talk about this. Like, what is the worst that could happen if you know, uh, God forbid, something happens to Axelar, um, you know the blockchain goes down. What happens with your cross-chain NFTs? Like, what kind of risks are we looking at? Mm -hmm. uh, to be one hundred percent honest here, if we uh, uh, imagine that the uh, Axelar blockchain stops and is not processing messages anymore uh which i believe is not something that can happen uh, uh what would happen with your nfts is basically these nfts will become a a single chain nfts uh, locked on the chain that they were at the moment of the accelerator blockchain stop uh, and this this would be the 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 uh, the impact yes you would not be able to bridge the nft but uh, what's important to, to know that the nft itself uh, which is uh, it is a, a cross chain nft but it's still an nft on on every of of these supported chains so uh, if you would for example have your nft on polygon uh, at the moment of of Axelar blockchain uh, halt and the polygon uh, blockchain will operate normally then your nft will uh, exist on um on polygon and you would be able to trade it to uh, participate in uh, in any other um DeFi applications that uh, the nft was meant for yeah so so i guess the biggest risk is your nft stays on the chain and becomes a single chain nft um which to me i feel like is is an okay risk to kind of uh <laughs> have since it, we didn't even have cross chain tech uh, a few months back so uh, very good to know um, all right, uh, Emil, if we're going to talk about maybe some of the utilities, cross-chain utilities that you have seen already, and, and, and maybe you could share like one, you know, cool cross-chain utility that you have seen and maybe share with us one that you're looking forward to, like a real application of cross-chain tech. Um, 
it can be anything really <laughs> let your imagination go um i mean i mean there are, there are plenty right um i mean obviously swapping and, and, and bridging across trains is pretty uh it's pretty important. I think, I think, I mean, the way I look at it is that like today, like if you look at most of the people that onboard into crypto, they're onboard via centralized venues. They don't onboard directly via some custody wallet, right? They go on Binance, Coinbase, Kraken, you name it. So when they interact with these uh, interfaces, they kind of like looking at interfaces that are kind of like chain agnostic by nature, right? They don't really care like uh, about gas. They don't really care about like uh, what blockchain they interact with, they care more about the asset, right? It's really asset focused. And I think this is what we're trying to do with XDeFi Wallet. Thanks to technologies such as Axelar and uh, obviously other providers that we're integrating within our routing API that allows for people to migrate their funds from a, a, a chain to another. The fact that you have a multi-chain wallet allows you to essentially have like a large array of uh, opportunities across the board when it comes to, def when it comes to DeFi or NFT. Um, Obviously, like a lot of people are in crypto and are interested uh, by crypto also because of uh, the, 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 the potential profit you can make by, you know, uh, trading or, or buying an NFT and, and selling it later and so on. So if you have just a, a wallet that is focusing on a single ecosystem, you're kind of closing to yourself like uh, um, a lot of different opportunities. Uh, people that are chasing yields uh, in DeFi, people that are chasing mints, they want to be able to do this like across different ecosystems, because at a given uh, point in time, you always have one ecosystem that has more uh, attractive uh, uh, investments uh, than another. And being able to use a vehicle such as XDeFi Wallet allows you to essentially like capture these opportunities more effectively. And this is all because we are multi-chain and we are allowing people to actually not really care about which ecosystem like the opportunity is present on, but more uh, about uh, how you can directly interact it uh, interact with it like in a seamless manner so i guess that, that that's one of uh, of the things um then i mean there, there are plenty of things that would be possible in the future that are not necessarily possible now but uh, um that's one of the first things that comes in, in mind to me i guess i don't know if i exactly answered your question uh but that's uh yeah my best answer I have. yeah no you answered it making uh you know, the experience as seamless as possible for people to be taking advantage of all the opportunities that exist in the multi-chain world, right? So um, you're right, like people, when they swap on Binance or Coinbase and whatnot, you know, they can swap Bitcoin for Sol instantly and there's no issue there uh, where they can take advantage of all different uh, farms they have on Binance now. I think they call them, I don't even know if they call them farms anymore, but making that experience as smooth as possible. Um, I think, yeah, you're, you're totally right. Like I'm looking forward to that <laughs> in the future because right now it's, it's not entirely possible. Um, cool. S same question for you guys at, at MintDAO. Have you seen something, you know, a utility, a cross-chain utility that you're very excited about that that's being done and maybe one that you're looking forward to in the future. Sure. Well, uh, <clears throat> let me answer with a utility that we are building ourselves. Uh, so <laughs> uh, we've mentioned before that, uh, that the marketplaces uh, have a huge issue currently with, with crushing uh, NFTs and from from the other perspective, from the uh, NFT collection perspective, being cross chain uh, have a lot of uh, additional 
uh, well, positive uh, impact on, on the collection from the uh, liquidity, uh, bigger, higher liquidity uh, to, to more uh, users, um, to access to of more users, more high, wider community um, integration with, with different uh, DeFi protocols, projects, or maybe not DeFi, but uh, different decentralized projects on different blockchains these are all things that uh, can uh, be seen positive from 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 the collection itself uh, the issue uh, um, uh, that exists is basically if you have a, a cross-chain nft collection most likely it will be held on one specific chain uh, because the uh, <clears throat> Because there will be one market where where the the, the highest volume, the highest liquidity is, or or where the the utility exists, and what uh, I see as as one of of the uh, important future cross-chain utilities, basically uh, what we what Emily mentioned before is cross-chain swaps. So. Uh, I, I would point out that the uh, cross-chain NFT marketplace, this is a, a bit similar, yes, because we are speaking of, on swapping the NFTs for, for, for stables or for other tokens. Um, and I, I think that having a, a cross-chain NFT marketplace uh, that is uh, operating on mainnet will uh, take an important role in promoting the uh, the cross-chain NFTs itself because it, what what will happen basically is uh, we would open for for users uh, so they can use their own wallets their own assets uh, whatever time they 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 like whatever time that they are using uh, regularly where they have funds uh, and they can become a, a part of of some nft collection uh, and this is uh, this is a thing that uh, well the cross chain basically cross chain utilities uh, uh, that that we are looking for very much and well uh, if you can imagine something and if you can build it uh, well it's it's worth building so uh, we are working on it, on it right now nice very cool um you know i, I think the liquidity utility is 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 right but but i'm not sure it always plays out <laughs> um it, i well, guess uh, it is yeah you if know, you like have if you have separate floor prices on multi on multiple collections uh from for well multiple uh maybe not collections but multiple pages of same collection on OpenSea, it might be good because you can well you can pick the the floor price that you like <laughs> uh, but uh, but w uh, from my my perspective i think that uh, simply having access to uh to wider community this is the thing yeah so you can uh you can target with your uh, nft collection not one specific community but basically well <laughs> hearing what jason said earlier uh, you would be able to reach out to any uh, nft uh, any any crypto uh, blockchain community uh, and as uh, they will be able to simply connect to to, to the Axelar blockchain yeah very nice so so i'm gonna get the jason here because uh, he shared some alpha earlier in you know any chain being able to connect the axelar jason do you know when the cosmos general message passing protocol or is going to go to the mainnet <laughs> i mean chris has been asking me for ages and i keep giving him a day to get pushed back but <laughs> this is what i just asked the devs they said it's they are currently uh it's currently locked down. So I think they said testnet in three to four weeks and then mainnet shortly after. So 
let's conservatively say within the next two months. Uh, tell us earlier. Tell us earlier. <laughs> no, it's good. Um, so uh, I guess I'll ask you as well the question on on what kind of utilities uh, are you excited about for NFTs? Let's go for NFTs uh, building on cross chain outside of the liquidity. Uh, maybe something different that you, you've seen that projects do and you think that would be cool to do cross-chain as well? Yeah, so I think, like, as Chris mentioned, cross-chain marketplace is super important because right now having these cross-chain FT bridges and all these cross-chain collections is pretty meaningless unless it's a cr true natively cross-chain marketplace, right? Because, it will, like what he mentioned too, otherwise the user experience becomes even more fragmented um, and the liquidity and the becomes more fragmented as well. But you know I, what I actually think is just given our conversation with some of the existing NFT marketplaces, it's going to be very slow for someone like OpenSea to move from this multi-chain deployment to a true like cross-chain deployment. And I think it's also going to be very sticky and hard for a lot of these existing collections to say, hey, I'm going to shift away from OpenSea or Magic Eden or whatever and to this new cross-chain marketplace. So what's going to really have to happen is I think there needs to be some kind of like cross-chain NFT marketplace aggregator. And th they have to be able to like aggregate these new newer cross-chain NFT marketplaces, but also the existing ones like OpenSea. And the end result should be that there is just basically one platform where users can go to see all of the NFT collections, whether it's cross-chain or not, and be able to buy it from any chain without gas on the other chain in a single click. I think that's kind of like the the end state, and I think that's super exciting, and we'll probably get there sooner than you think. Nice, and you know, I've heard of uh, Axel C. I think is the name, right? And, and is that project from you guys, or they're just using the name? And you you know when that's gonna go live? Because I had remembered that was a thing a few months back, but not too sure if you're familiar with it. Yeah, I am familiar with them. They we're not associated with them. They just took our name because I think they like our, our tech quite a bit. So I was actually just speaking to them earlier this week. And for them, they're actually making a pivot. They realize that the crushing NFT marketplace is just not possible without like a lot of bootstrapping and a lot of like uh, resources and funding. And that was something that they were struggling a bit in, in the bear market. So I believe what they're doing now is they're doing more so like cross-chain domain names, um, like, like a cross-chain name service. Uh, so yeah, they've kind of pivoted away. But I heard our friends at Mendao is, you know, well, it's on, on its their way to create this cross-chain NFT marketplace. I have no doubt that Mendao will deliver an amazing cross-chain marketplace. Uh, looking forward to playing on it and and it'll work really well so yeah <laughs> just kind of wanted a small update on the, on the axle c um folk bess uh what what about you like what utilities are you excited about in the future that are cross-chain or i guess that could even talk about our project and what utilities we have that are cross-chain you know the the coolest part of uh, being able to to bridge your NFT cross chain is that you can tap in in the different uh, the different projects that are in those uh, uh, those chains. So, for example, if you have a, a metaverse or a gaming or like 
or a competition or whatever it is, you are flexible then to to go on that specific chain without uh, without having the restriction of like uh, using uh, and being bl- uh, <clears throat> limited of what is built only on your chain. And uh, that gives a lot of flexibility in general. And uh, from my perspective, in our case, uh, at the moment, this is one of the biggest advantages that we can have as a, P- as a PFP collection. Yeah, I think, you know, all the partnerships that you can build on other chains and then have your NFTs interoperable with their protocol or, or product. So, for instance, there's a metaverse on AVAX or a game on AVAX that you'd like to be part of. Well, you can do that if your collection is cross-chain, right? Because that that game exists on AVAX, and then you could bridge your NFT from ETH to AVAX and play in that game, or some DeFi protocol on Cosmos, and maybe your NFT is the key to some sort of discount. Um, this is what Lavana's doing, right? Like uh, with their perps, is you'll have the discount. So uh, there's a lot of uh, cool ideas that are being built out so i'm super excited about it (laughs) um and just you know i want to start closing it out because uh jason from axelar has to jump up to another ama i guess you know ama after ama it's been uh an hour uh that we Uh, she's gone yeah 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 okay so he he had to go (laughs) but but i do want you know the audience to to jump up and ask a few questions uh if they're interested about you know this tech um and i will also give the opportunity to our speakers for for some closing thoughts uh emil do you you have any closing thoughts yeah for sure so we we just released a new ux ui i mean that the the first part of the UX UI revamp of uh, the extension that was released on, on, on Tuesday. So please, guys, have a look. Give us some feedback on Discord. We, we're always happy to hear feedback. There was a second uh, update that will come um, early March with uh, plenty of new features, or at least like uh, uh, flows that have been remade, such as the swap flow, the send flow, the contacts, and much more from a security standpoint, transaction simulation, labeling of malicious addresses, Etc., which is pretty important, especially for the NFT space. Um, we've seen like uh, recently Kevin Rose getting hacked. So yeah, uh, have a look at that. That that's pretty interesting. And otherwise, for us, the biggest thing in Q1 is that we are going really heavy on the Cosmos ecosystem. And uh, yeah, I I invite you guys to try the wallets and uh, and let us know how you feel about it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, again, I'm gonna. Let people, if you have any questions, please feel free to come up. Uh, but meanwhile, Chris, do you have any? Oh, Bess, go ahead. I just wanted to sell, bring up uh, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, no, Jimmy's gone, man. I, I didn't let Jimmy <laughs> up in the beginning, and he's gone. So um, y- you guys don't want to chat with Jimmy the Otter. He's um, um, not very chattable. <laughs> Um, uh, Chris, do you have any closing thoughts that you want to share the people with, you know, um, what should be the, on the lookout for, or what do you think about cross-chain NFTs? 
Sure. Uh, well, uh, this was an intense uh, Twitter space, I would say. Uh, <clears throat> I think um, from my perspective, I see a lot of uh, in incredible potential in cross-chain NFTs. And uh, I truly believe that these NFTs will uh, take a very important role in the, in the short future. Uh, so definitely um, having a lot of these uh, well features that, that cross-chain NFTs gives is, is something that sim is simply a need for, 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 for the for for the cryptosphere uh i i'm i'm pleased to to be a part of it i'm pleased to be a builder here uh it's always good to 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 be a part of, of such initiatives and uh, simply seeing uh, how how this whole process develops uh, month after month is is an awesome experience uh so well, you must know that I'm a great fan of 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 this kind of NFTs, and I'm a great fan of cross chain. So I might be a bit biased here, but uh, I would definitely say that from my perspective, a cross chain is is uh, is a way a way to go. And uh, well, I would make sure that uh, we at Window will try to deliver a lot of awesome uh, NFT toolings, uh, especially cross-chain ones, uh, different features, different services, all around this 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 particular topic. So yeah, that's the, that's from my side, and uh, thank you very much for for speaking today. Yeah, thanks, guys. So okay, we have a few questions from the audience. I saw Matic Addict. I like how that rhymes. Um, <laughs> go ahead. Hey, thanks. My name is Mark. Um, I'm, I'm curious about like future um, generator, like um, what, whether other NFTs will be able to be transferred, like, or, or does, does each individual collection need to be like programmed into the system? Or will I have the opportunity at some point to just change any NFT I want to any chain that I want to keep it on? Thanks. So I, I I believe this one is for me. Uh, Mark, yes, I I felt uh, so definitely. It's it's not a problem to write a smart contract that is permissionless. Uh, the the one that we've created for uh, React Wolf uh, that is audited by Axie Blockchain, uh, we can uh, write a, a a simple form that will allow anyone to basically wrap any nft and uh, make it uh, a crushing one uh the important part uh, of it is though that the nft collection itself so the community behind that nft collections must uh, uh be willing to, to to use this this solution uh so uh well short answer is yes i believe there 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 is a possibility and probably there will be some solutions that will allow you to make your uh single chain NFT cross chain without uh, any, any, any ask needed. So the collection will not be uh, required to, to, to order su such, a, such a solution of making it, uh, it cross chain. Uh, but uh, the, I believe to, 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 to use the utilities of the cross chain NFTs, the, the collection community and the, the, the collection itself, if we can say something like this, I must be aware of, of, of it and must uh, try to find different um, different utilities, different features of, of their cross chain NFTs on, on other chains as well. Uh, I hope that answers the question. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yes. Thanks for the question, Mark. Uh, Zuli, go ahead. Hey guys, um, pretty interesting stuff today. Uh, I want to ask 
Emil, but I think he just left. Um, yeah, just been talking to him. Or I can ask the Mendel guys. Uh, how do you guys view omni-chain versus cross-chain um, in that space? Uh, I think we've been talking a lot about cross-chain, where kind of omni-chain kind of abstract the tech behind it. I want to get your guys' opinion on that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, well, uh, omni-chain, cross-chain, interchain, interoperability. I believe this are all things that uh, that are speaking. We are speaking all about the same thing. Uh, it's uh, more probably more on on which projects uses which names. Uh, uh, omni-chain NFTs, uh, omni-chain are more. Um, recognizable with layer zero protocol. Uh, Axelar itself utilize, uh, use, uses uh, interoperability. Uh, we at Mindao picked cross-chain as, as, as a good word uh, to ensure that it is not uh, missingly uh, taken as a multi-chain, which are a separate uh, and for the, there's a big difference between, between those two. Uh, so, uh, well, the... I'm not sure what what is the the, the real question here. I, 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 from my perspective, I would say that these are all all the same things. Uh, uh, we are speaking about making the uh, the possibility of sending securely uh, messages across different blockchains. So maybe Zulian, because uh, I I might wrongly uh, understand the question. If you could just point out what what exactly what what do they exactly were looking for? Yeah, no, I think cover. I think um, just separating cross chain where users still have to think about the underlying chain and like bridging and moving things or uh, I kind of view omni chain as the, the tech is abstracted user just thinks about the application what they want to do rather than uh, how the tech works on the back end mm -hmm. what ah, tech they're it. building on. I got it. Well, from my, my perspective, I would say that, that uh, from the developer side, this is important to make sure that the user experience it is such that they don't need to bother about the the, the background of the cross-chain solution, yes, or, or omni-chain solution. I, I would say, as, as I said, this is the same. Uh, we would need to ensure that we have toolings. We had, for example, uh, wallets that can present to you the NFT from any chain and you can send this nft to some other wallet user uh, and it can be on different blockchain and from your perspective it should be transparent and you should don't need to bother which chain it is how how does it work and so on uh, it's 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 the developer's role to make sure that the user experience here is great nice thank you uh i believe astro wolf was next go ahead astro Hey, hello, guys. Um, you know, first of all, I'm very excited to see that this technology already exists and uh, is, you know, being uh, working on um, after the collapse of Terra. And uh, you may, you know, everybody would think like uh, our NFT just stuck in a, in a dead uh, chain and uh, is very you know, very excited to see that you, we have the chance to move our NFTs to another chain. So kudos to you guys that are, um, you know, building this technology uh, more and more. And uh, and secondly, I have a question uh, regarding, I don't, I don't remember exactly who was uh, saying in this, but it's about like a history, an easy tracker of the NFTs that we bridge. It's something that uh, probably Mindao it will be working on, so it will be easy 
for us to track like uh if it's uh you know what nfts we breach because in the in the meantime that this technology and more more nfts projects are adopting this cross-chain culture um let's say cross-central culture um it will be possible to track that like uh, with an easy and user-friendly history tracker in your website thank you guys uh, yeah, thank you for the question. Definitely, uh, I believe that more and more uh, projects will uh, will emerge and will cover ex this exact need of of tracking the uh, the cross chain NFTs bridges. We at Mindao are currently working on a uh, a cross chain transfer uh, history viewer or something like this. It will uh, cover the NFTs breached via our platform. Uh, not any NFT, uh, but uh, I'm sure that uh, if you'd be looking for an uh, NFT from outside our platform, or, or uh, there will be such tools uh, available in the future as more and more collections will go cross-chain uh, this need would probably be higher and higher and more users will will need this kind of solution and hence that the, the only project that will, will be doing this uh, it's uh, it's not a very complex one so i'm sure that uh, there will be such tools thanks thanks for uh, the question astro as well um we got uh, scotty go ahead scotty Thanks. Thank you, man. Uh, good morning, everyone. Well, it's morning where I am, but I uh, hope everyone's having a great day. Uh, thanks for letting me come up. Uh, I just wanted to say thanks to Mint Dow uh, with what they're doing. I think it's amazing. Uh, most of you already know that uh, I'm pretty passionate about the idea of cross-chain, multi-chain, and, and it does stem from uh, partially what Astro Wolf was saying about, you know, when Terra collapsed, man, it's terrible. I had uh, like 30 grand in NFTs on Terra at the time. So uh, I felt it like many, uh, it was pretty painful. So the idea of these multi-chain projects, uh, which I, I can tell that there are several of us out there uh, building these, these utilities, uh, I, think that, uh, I think that that's gonna help with that situation. But, but my question is, uh, earlier in the discussion, we were talking about uh, the possibility of somebody maybe launching an aggregator before a marketplace. Uh, and obviously a marketplace would have to would have to exist for for cross-chain compatibility or not cross-chain compatibility but for listing uh nfts that could be bought uh with multiple coins you'd have to have a marketplace that's multi-chain of course uh but my question is uh when when somebody uh when somebody creates a project and uh they choose their chains and they, they send an nft say to another chain uh, uh, using your platform or Axelar, does the market over there that already exists, that's a single chain market uh, on, on the chain that you've sent to, will they recognize that NFT over there utilizing your platform? Mm -hmm. Definitely, yeah. The, 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 all the, the cross-chain NFTs are, are still the NFTs. So these uh, are uh, contracts that follow the R721 or CW721 uh, standard, depending on the uh, ecosystem. Uh, you can take a look at the, at the Rekt, um, uh, Wolf collection. Uh, this, this, this particular one is uh, 
these are an NFT collection that has some additional abilities, some additional functionalities written into the smart contract that will allow uh, that um, NFTs to be bridged, uh, transferred cross-chain, uh, the, the, the cross-chain transfer uh, between two remote chains has this scheme of uh, burning and minting. So we are burning one asset on, on one, one chain and minting another, well, the, the, the same asset on, on different chains. Uh, but the projects that are, are single chain, uh, DeFi projects, uh, other decentralized app basically, are recognizing this, uh, these contracts as uh, NFT collections. So, for example, you can see uh, React Wolf collection on OpenSea at multiple pages. Uh, because OpenSea has recognized React Wolf as uh, 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 an NFT collection on multiple chains separately. They are not aware that this collection is a, a cross-chain one, but they are recognizing this collection uh, on multiple chains, and you can interact with with uh, with OpenSea app on multiple chains separately. Basically, yes. Yeah, fantastic. I have a React Wolf that I plan to move from Ethereum over to uh, Polygon. Um, as soon as gas is, is reasonable, uh, I just actually jumped into their server today <laughs> to ask them, like, how do I move it over? And I'm going to have to, uh, obviously use the MintDAO, uh, uh, utility to do so. So I can't wait to try it. I can't wait to see it in action. Uh, so yeah, I, I totally see that and, and I'm loving it. I love that, uh, that, uh, this, this multi-chain, uh, utilities is, is really coming through um, on multiple levels. And I, I really believe it's going to be the future. We're going to be what uh, people are calling chain agnostic, hopefully, uh, as crypto advances so that as one chain uh, doesn't perform as well as hoped, possibly, uh, any project could simply move over and do most of their activity where they feel uh, better. So yeah, man, thank you so much. Yep, I agree 100%. Yeah, gas is really high right now, so don't bridge, man. Uh, <laughs> these DGENs are—I don't know what they're doing. They're—they're they're trading, they're minting. The, the, remember, a few months back, we had like single-digit guay. Nobody was doing anything. Like a mint was costing eighty cents, and now it's like fifteen bucks. Um, guess I, <laughs> more reasons to bridge to one of the L2s or or the side chains and whatnot. Um, anyways, all right. I think we, we went through the questions and it's been 75 minutes. The space is recorded. Thanks to Finn from Terra Spaces. Do donate generously if you enjoy the service. I know I've, I've, I've re-listened to some spaces and shared some like uh, a year after the spaces happened. So it's very useful to archive them. Uh, so thanks, Finn, for, for you know, doing that. Um, Want to thank our, our speaker that's left, Chris, and I thank the other speakers as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they all have to jump off calls, right? I was not the only speaker here. Uh, we have you and Berserker, uh, yes? Uh, you you were best, speaking best. as well. And people get us confused. Oh, Jimmy the Otter is okay. Requested. You are a berserker, yeah, yeah. You yeah. have a different name on on Telegram and then handle it's it's confusing. Yeah, I apologize. I think we like the people to be confused. Uh, Beth, <laughs> That's good. What do you think? Should we let Jimmy up? Janice says yes. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Chris, Chris, uh, just be prepared. Um, okay. Uh, could you? Here. Could could I not answer? <laughs> You could not. You could. You could just tell him to fuck off. No, just, just joking. I, I would love to answer any question. I hope. 
Uh, but but usually the questions that he asks are are pretty relevant. You know, they're they're pretty good. Uh, it's just afterwards the discussion that happens after that's not so good. Jimmy, it's been a very long time. I want to wish you a happy new year. Um, and, and, you know, it's the middle of February. Well, I know it's late. Jimmy, go go ahead with your question. Okay, well, first off, I want to respond quickly to it's been a while. I saw you a few days ago. J Jimmy, are you going to troll me the whole True. time? Okay. Put you up for the question. Okay, fine. I I'll say this. I'm a big fan of Mint Dow because it is an NFT launchpad with real yield. And I support this project. I mean it. When I say I support this project, what am I supporting? I'm supporting the first omni-chain NFTs of utilities and rewarding strategies. That's what I'm supporting. What about you guys? I'm really focused on the tokenomics, though, because Mint is the native token for the MintDAO ecosystem. And let's not forget that. It is a way for the community to take charge of the decision-making. And it is a way to increase your avatar, Mint Power. Gain higher allocation to protocol rewards and get 75% of the fees. Ah! Ooh, amazing. Yeah, that's that's true. I can barely talk right now because it's so incredibly amazing. You know, I'm looking at this, and you know what? The website, Beyond Being Awesome, which is, by the way, I want to compliment you on your website. I'm not exactly sure who designed it, but I like it. You know what? I know that you're an ex-Terra project, and I respect it is part of the new community that you're on. And I like the burn to earn mechanics. And I think about the NFT launchpad being the future. And I know there's something covering your eye that you're partially blind, Arthur, and Chris, and Carl. And I know that you're here because you are disabled and you need money for glasses. But I'm here to say I support this project. Thank you. Thanks, Thank Jimmy. Thank you very much, Jimmy. It was very positive. And, and Jimmy, I'm really glad you jumped on these spaces because now I know that you have no idea what you're talking about because they don't have a token right now. It's, on, it's announced on their website. The token okay. is. <laughs> it's from, it's from it what my discussions with them previously. You, were, you have no idea what you're talking about. Mint Dow, can you come in on, on this? <laughs> um, all right, gang. Thanks a lot. Uh, this guy uh, is a I, scammer. Red Gang's a scammer. Don't trust him. Mint Dow's cool, though. Thanks. I love you, Jimmy. I uh, dislike you, you actively. Uh, thanks, Jimmy. Appreciate you. I hope you Happy me. To everyone. I will die thanks, before Chris. I ever think about you again. <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. Um, so you, you met Jimmy now, Chris. I hope you... Uh, Enjoyed your experience. I'm still standing. Yeah, that, that was the. Uh, uh, I I was worried more at the beginning, but thank you very much for uh, for all the input Jimmy you had and uh, all the kind words uh, towards Mindal. Yeah, it was really it's the first time. It's the first time I hear him actually shilling something. So I think he actually is over invested in Mindal. Yeah, maybe he is waiting for his airdrop. Anyways, all right. Uh, thank you, everyone, for attending the spaces. I like the, the the last bit by Jimmy. I think it closes out the spaces really nice with some, you know, lighthearted moments with Jimmy the Otter. Uh, but, yeah, Chris, thanks again. Uh, thank you to Emil from XDeFi. And uh, 
to Jason from Axelar. And I hope we'll see each other in the multi-chain or in the cross-chain. <laughs> uh, we will done. definitely see each other. So uh, yeah, thank you very much for, for, for the time today. Uh, it was a pleasure to be here. I hope that I've managed to uh, give you some of my thoughts uh, around this cross-chain uh, uh, NFT topic. And uh, I hope that you liked it. Yeah, it was really good. Thanks again, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was Rekt FM with the Rekt Gang. Cross-chain NFTs with Axelar, MintDAO, and XDeFi Wallet. Recorded on Thursday, February 9th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support, man. Waking up like a basement dweller Stepped out the door and her place is yelling 2020, what an ugly shit show Staring at the fucking Rick roll from the get-go Looking outside, the whole state's on fire The fuck do you expect when you embrace the liars And replace the writers with AI just like us Emaciated models killing bright birds First in, last out, picture me rolling The worst time to cash out, so what you holding? The Merc's gonna cash cow, country stolen Drooling over chicken like the goose is golden Trying to be so full, spitting that molten Lava from the bottom of the caldera I'm hot and gonna put it in a bottle And offer it to the god who hit the gas full throttle Blasting off in a rocket The many people who will, will see things happen to them That are in their favor Tell someone's looking over me. That's a that's a fascinating phenomenon when that happens. And what, when you analyze those situations, what you find is is that we as humans simply have a profound inability to understand statistics and probability. Stitching these writings, living that life like who would have guessed you turn out this nice, right? Avoiding stress, that's the motherfucking secret. Print that shit on a motherfucking leaflet. I'm just an asshole hooked on the bricks. Looking at the rectangles, damn, they kinda thick. We've gone through a whole lot of kings here. Cutting off heads just to bring cheer. Getting all fired up, Tiger King, line them up when you'd give an arm and a leg just to try the junk. On some first time buyer's luck, Alexa, set a reminder and remind me to buy a bunch. And put your hands up if you fuck this year. And keep them in the air if you're picking up the spare. And put your mask on just to go outside. Looking at the planet about to downsize. So climate change will not make Earth Basically, every other coastal city that we've spent thousands of years building uh, in the, since the dawn of civilization. Ten spaces.